Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I would like to talk again about because I have been working on Sufa as well, but I think there's I think a limitation and maybe that's a question student can ask which tool I have to use, which technique I have to pursue. And for example, in Sufa, you can't simulate viscoelastic material, which you have already high young models and and, and that's a challenge as well. So I don't know if you can tell us about limitation. What is the usual limitation do you think about we still have to simulate or optimize uh, smart material like viscoelastic material or hyperelastic material. If you can tell us more example about that. So, I mean, going into specifics about viscoelasticity, then there is the mm -hmm. whole, I mean, the modeling problem with that is that you at every time step need to look through the entire time series that has just passed. Mm -hmm. So that's very expensive if you go far into time. So one of the tricks that we do there is that we use approximate techniques such that we never look too far behind. So every time you want to do the convolution integral that, uh, or evaluate the convolution integral for the viscoelastic parameters, then you only look in a subset of previous time steps. And that can, I mean, that just beats up your computations tremendously, especially if you combine it with model order reduction methods, then you can get something, but you're still bound by, if, if you're doing a finite element model, you're still bound by the limitations that that's gonna impose on you. Mm -hmm. And I think also you have been working in cutting as well, cutting scenario for the material. Can mm -hmm. you tell us some more about how, what is the challenge? Because we know, for example, in, in FEM, sometimes remission technique is not accurate. Sometimes you have instability and you might call a solution. And and in other slides, sometimes in material bone method, you can handle this large topology change. Mm -hmm. But you can tell us about what is uh, what what is motivation behind cut FEM and what are the challenges. Uh, in new project? Yeah, so so cut finite elements or extended finite elements or virtual finite elements or all these methods where you are working on a, I mean, they, they, I mean, they're all similar, but the one that I really like is so, so in order to get computations to run, you can do is to work without a, a real background mesh. So as you mm -hmm. say, remeshing is extremely expensive and some geometries you can hardly mesh without getting into really poor element quality. So the strength of the cut element methods that we work with is that they do not need, they are, the, first of all, they're stable, but they do not need any remeshing at any point, meaning you can work with a logical mesh. Every mesh cell is not represented in the standard, you know, like a hazard diagram or anything. You just need to figure out if some uh, augmented field, like a level set field, is cutting through this cell. And then the only thing, and again, this might sound simple, it's, of course, there's more to the story, but you basically only have to do smart integration at a local level. So this means fixed background mesh, very easy to get into a parallel framework. It's very easy to um, apply standard domain decomposition approaches. And uh, the, 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 the spatial integration and some a little bit of stabilization also means that if you have these very small cuts, like you, you just said that if you have geometries where you have a wedge going into a domain, this can actually be captured quite efficiently. So, so the cut, the, the strength about the cut methods is that you can one, work on a fixed background mesh, two, you do not have to remesh, and three, you can get it into a parallel setting uh, and then do, then do pretty fast computations. The setbacks mm -hmm. of it is of course, that you do need to do these integrations on a local level and they can't can be rather complicated depending on how your geometry is cutting through a domain and also the stabilization terms that you need could also be something that you need to tweak 
So it's it's not necessarily a tool that works out of the box always. Yeah. And and do you think maybe we can merge maybe mesh and meshless space techniques for for simulation material cutting scenario? Do you think we can integrate both techniques maybe so that we can mitigate the limitation? I would hope so. I mean, I do not see anything uh, stopping it from combining for, for a possible combination of it. But I, I mean, if you're thinking about the material point method combined with a cut method, I mean, you could definitely do that. But on the other hand, when you have the, the, the cut method, you could basically do something similar either with a mesh. I mean, you don't have to stick to particles like in MPM, but you could do the same just with two disconnected meshes, non-conforming meshes, where one is deforming largely and being mapped into the other. So I think there's a whole variety of approaches that you can pursue in this direction, and people are doing that. But if, mm -hmm. if they're going to end up speeding up anything like orders of magnitude, I, 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 I'm, I'm simply not sure. <laughs>